to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. And it's time for our Thursday chinwag with Sadia Osmani. Sadia, it's great to speak to you. How are you doing? I'm very well today. Thank you very much. It's kind of just started raining, so I can see the rain coming down at the moment. But it's good the to best. be indoors. It's the best when it's raining and, and you're indoors with a cup of tea or hot chocolate. That's right. That's right. Or talking to you, Noreen, obviously. <laughs> yes, of course. And you've chosen, uh, you've chosen a very timely topic uh, for this week's Chinwag. I'm sure uh, this is a topic that some parents have been sort of mulling over, especially sure, uh, sure. in the face of the pandemic. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about homeschooling. And as you say, you know, it's quite a timely thing with the pandemic. I think Quite a few parents have rather sort of experienced the whole thing about homeschooling to a certain extent where they've relied upon uh, their local schools to actually provide online you know, schooling for the kids and the kids have been organised like that. But on the other side, there are parents who decided probably quite early on that no, what they were going to do is just homeschool their children full stop. Um, so I, I was really just going to look at that and different aspects. And I've talked to a couple of friends and done a little bit of research on it and stuff but I I wasn't sure initially as to like whether homeschooling is something that you can do easily because supposedly the education bureau says that you can you know children between 6 to 15 must attend school but homeschooling in Hong Kong is not against the law as long as things have been checked and you are following a, a curriculum or you are following the basic needs of that child then right. you can do that. That's right. You know, so that's quite interesting. And, and obviously quite a number of children are schooled like that. But, I mean, I was just looking at the different aspects to to actually homeschooling because I think maybe, you know, at the moment we are sort of, you know, it's history in the making. You know, what we are experiencing at the moment and what our children are experiencing is something that is going down in the history books. You know, our kids and us are going to be talking in the future to the future children to say, look, you know, we lived through this. I was homeschooled at that time because we couldn't go to school. We couldn't do this. So it's quite a, it's quite a surreal time, really. And this is history being made at the moment. So decisions we make now, you know, whether it be homeschooling or anything else, are based on the whole um, dynamics of the pandemic. But you know, I don't know. I'm quite a few people. Do you know lots of children who are homeschooled? Do you know people? Yeah, I, I, I actually do. So I did a program on this um, not too long. Okay, I say not too long. It all gets a bit blurry, but I did talk about this mm. on, on the program. And, and there's actually a homeschooling uh, support group here in Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, so a lot of resources available. Um, I, I know friends who are considering that right now because they send their, mm-hmm. their children to international schools here in Hong Kong. And it, yes. it's very yes. expensive. Especially yes, if they yeah. have, you know, uh, two, if you have two or three children in, in, in international schools and you're not really getting mm. the, oh, the, the direct benefit um, of, of that sort of teaching. Don't get me wrong, you know, teachers are working um, extremely hard around the clock to be producing materials and to be teaching yeah. virtually and, and to be making video packages. There's that. But also I think for some parents, um, it, it's not really to the level that they need for their children. And so some of them yeah. are considering pulling their kids yeah, out of the and schools I think, and homeschooling yeah. their kids. Yeah, work has been done all round, I think, trying to make some of these things online much more engaging for children. But as you said, you know, when I was asking one of the parents, I was asking someone I know who's got a little five, six-year-old, 
And um, she, I was saying, you know, what's the advantages of homeschooling? And she basically said that, well, look, you know, firstly, it's cost-free in that, you know, there's huge, huge saving in terms of, you know, the expenses of sort of Hong Kong schools. So obviously, expense-wise, that was one of the things. And then she said that, you know, after some battles, because people, you know, children don't see their parents as teachers. You know, you are, you then become a sort of facilitator rather than a, than a curriculum enforcer as such, you know. Um, and then she thinks that, you know, children actually develop a stronger bond between between their parents and themselves because they are with their parents all the time and they're, they're you know, working to this sort of schedule and stuff. And then... Parents also then, she's the one of the advantages she said was that parents have more control over what they teach and the curriculum then can be adapted to say the child's abilities and the skills and, and obviously the pace at which you teach them. And then obviously the biggest, this was one of the things that people consider, you know, that, that does stop children from going forward sometimes is this whole stress um, related to things like school bullies and fights and and, you know, things that kids go through. But then, you know, you can argue that these are also learning skills that kids adapt to as they, as they, you know, mix with other children and learn about other children. So that is one of the things that perhaps if you are homeschooling, you know, you might, your child might miss out on, although these are a little bit stressful things, but they do uh, help them learn and, and develop certain skills and things like that. Um, but it's quite interesting that, you know, quite a few people um, do it. And now, as you mentioned, like, you know, there is quite a huge support network out there because some of the disadvantages where you say you don't have that socialization and, and you know, meeting up with other kids and things like that, there are other kind of things where they do have meetup groups. Um, yeah, and you can right. actually, yeah, and, and whether they be online or, you know, obviously because of COVID these days, we just cannot get together with people. But whether they be online or they get together, um, I was looking at some research and it said that in the Daniel Hamlin at the University of Oklahoma, they said that compared to, say, public school students, homeschool students are between two and three times more likely to visit an art gallery or a museum. And I think my computer just uh, suddenly disappeared Hang on. or museum or any sort of historical site. And they're also saying, it's also saying that there's approximately 1.5 times more like they're more likely to visit a zoo, an aquarium, or a bookstore. So, so I suppose you know homeschooling brings that sort of flexibility into things. But it's I suppose the main aspect of it is just your commitment. I mean, can you imagine, Noreen, like if you were putting together a class for your child every day, the amount of work it would take for you to be totally committed to sit down and think about okay what do we do tomorrow how are we going to do this how am i going to structure this so it's almost like you taking on a new career isn't it Uh, it's unimaginable i i actually have Mm. friends who who had to do that you know initially when they all did zoom classes um Mm. she works for a bank and she said she couldn't believe her her seven-year-old son's schedule they had maths uh, in the morning from nine till nine thirty and then they had um english from i don't know ten to 10 30 yeah, and then another yeah. reading from uh, 11 till 12 30 so it's like it's essentially like a full day yeah. job a full full-time yeah. job and she said i couldn't Absolutely. even fit in my own work because i was too busy yeah. helping my child with his school yeah because i don't know how practical it would be if say you were working from home um you couldn't work from home and homeschool at the same time it almost needs 
some committed amount of time because I, when I was talking to this friend of mine who was ta- telling me a little bit about it, she was saying that, you know, she works from home, but she has to juggle time in order to support her son's kind of learning process. And the school at the moment, like, provides some sort of Zoom and, and things like that, but it's not enough because it's like, you know, because he's quite young yet. Kindergarten school supposedly only offer like 30 minutes of Zooming, That's right. you know, three times a week. And so she said that she kind of arranged extra Zoom classes like to do with drawing and piano and and things like that so he could do other things as well. So that's it's quite a it's quite a major task, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, and also, I, I wonder if there's a, a secret to homeschooling, you know, because it's one on one, essentially. So maybe it's not the, the regular method of teaching like we had when we were at school, mm. where we had the yeah, teacher yeah. essentially sort of lecturing us or, you know, standing in front of the class and talking for about half an hour. Maybe in the homeschooling setting, it doesn't need to be, you know, a half an hour lecture from mum or dad. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe it's yeah, simpler. Yeah. Maybe your children are able yeah, to, to grasp concepts. It's called de-schooling that it's about kind of de-schooling in terms of getting out of the mindset of education and bringing it much more sort of freedom and flexibility because it doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you stand in front and do a lecture in front of kids and you give them this kind of class which you've been doing for years. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's the best way to teach. You know, um, it's interesting because this friend of mine said that he, her son picked up lots of different skills. And she said that something like, you know, if you were doing a drawing class for the teacher, the teacher always helps you sometimes in the difficult parts. So the final drawing looks really beautiful. And when parents have a look at it, they think, wow, he did it all by himself. And, but the thing is that when you don't have that kind of support and you just leave your son to do something, or whether they do it remotely or you're sitting there, then they have to learn themselves to follow instructions and to do the whole thing themselves without too much help. And that, she felt, was really good because he picked up skills which he wouldn't maybe have picked up otherwise, you know. So so that's quite, I'm sure there's lots of good stuff that comes. It's, it's a balance, I think, between the two. And, um, and obviously not succumbing to the thing of letting your kid sit in front of a video or, you know, watching TV because you think, oh, you know, I can't take any more. <laughs> so I can imagine that, that you plonk them in front of the TV and think, okay, give me a break for an hour while I just have a, you know, have a bit of a breather. So that's the risk, I suppose, that you take, isn't it? I think there's always that temptation of uh, mm. homeschooling sometimes when you think, oh, um, you want to learn with your kids as well. And and you yeah. find you find yeah. quite interesting what they're learning from school, and you think, oh, I'll read up about that topic with them a little bit. Yeah, but then, yeah. when you actually do it, it actually takes an incredible amount time. of patience That's and time. Right. Yeah. But there are other skills too. I think that kids you you don't think of it as um, as part of their education. But if you think just even if you think of like cooking, or doing bits and pieces in the house, or getting them involved doing chores, um, I think that is an essential part of bringing children up that you make them aware of the other needs that are there and they 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 are then much more rounded individuals because then they think okay like i'm helping with the chores i'm going to i'm going to hang the washing or i'm going to i'm going to clean this up or i'm going to do this or we're going to bake a cake or so it's really nice to be able to incorporate some of those life skills which you may not get at school sometimes you know because it's all very sort of set and you know in segments and you keep moving on like that so 
So I think there's a lot there. And I think lots of people, maybe the pandemic, COVID has changed our views about these things. You might actually find now that lots more people are deciding that, yeah, I'm going to homeschool. I'm going to sacrifice, uh, you know, my time on, or, you know, my work or whatever, my career a little bit. And I'm going to give my time to my my children to do this. So, you know, I think it, it's going to be very interesting to do some research after this pandemic settled down to see how people's opinions have changed, really. Exactly. Because sometimes when you think of homeschooling, you know, it, 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 maybe it sounds a bit sort of progressive, a bit hippie-like as well. But actually, mm. it's really on people's minds because yeah, I think the pandemic yeah. has precisely done that. Yeah, yeah. And also, as you said, like, you know, the cost of schools, and I know, uh, you know, some of the schools are fantastic, things like that. But then if you were working to pay the school fees, then you could actually stop working if you don't have to pay the <laughs> school fees. And you know, if you think about it, because sometimes I know <laughs> when I was bringing up my children, you know, a lot of my, you know, you spend all the time and you, you know, I was working from home, but but those kid, but the children were going to after school club doing extracurricular activities so it was my income that was supporting them to be able to do those things you know but wow. if they were home then you wouldn't then need that also income rent, you so you still them. need to well you can maybe yeah. work part time then so yeah yeah but if you've got two working. incomes coming in then one person might be able to think okay i don't need this i'll forfeit this so that i can do this but you know big decisions though aren't they but i think the pandemic has opened up a, a whole sphere of of options for us that we are thinking we are thinking outside the box now exactly and also living outside because when i think of homeschooling um i don't necessarily think of i, I don't know I, I wonder what our listeners think when you think of homeschooling i don't necessarily think of children sitting in front of you know a, a desk with their parents like a teacher i sometimes think yeah. of them you know being out at the beach and yeah, like living yeah. rather Having than just learning yeah, exactly yeah, and yeah, learning yeah. to count i don't know seashells or something on the beach rather yeah, than yeah. learning numbers from a book it's kind yeah, of a, no. A, it a sounds nicer. very romantic, Noreen. It sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm I think just thinking of my little well. girls at home. Oh, yeah, my personal kind of thing oh. is like, yeah, I could do it for two days. <laughs> and after that, I think no, I don't think so. I think I need my time. <laughs> I know. I, I I do that with my girls. I say, you know, mummy's got two cookies. <laughs> One is for me, yeah. and the other is for me as well. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, who knows? Let's see what happens. But but some interesting things to think about, really. And I think, you know, it depends on your kind of whole report. And, and, and to be honest, some people don't want to spend too much time with their kids. And, and they think, no, 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 get them out of school. It's okay. Because, you know, we're not all the same. We're all different. We all have different ways of thinking and feeling and stuff. So all to their own, really, you know, whatever suits people. Absolutely. I, I interviewed a really uh, wonderful uh, 15-year-old girl now, I think, um, and mm -hmm. she, her and her brother are homeschooled, and she started her own company, basically. Um, she was wow. homeschooled because she uh, she was bullied at school. So sometimes mm -hmm. there are many different reasons why people choose to homeschool. Yes. I, I yes. think for, for people, some people choose uh, mainstream schools for, for the socializations, but sometimes, let's face it, it can be a bit cruel sometimes, and if you're a little mm. bit different, 
and mm. it may not be mm. that that sort of environment for you. So she yeah. uh, flourished um, by uh, by being homeschooled, and uh, exactly like what you said, she she meets up with other people via Meetup, and so she's able yeah. to have uh, friends through through different platform. And yeah. she's she's a CEO of a company, and she's made an app precisely for other children to to make friends and to learn languages at the same time. That's um, really great. Very inspirational story. Um, yeah. uh, Hillary, Hillary Ip, uh, she started Minor wow. Miners and she's a guest Fantastic. speaker for many, many different uh, forums around the world. <laughs> and she's mm. from Hong Kong. Mm. It's amazing. It, yeah, I mean, that it just shows you that that can work. I was just suddenly thinking too about the other aspect of homeschooling and that if you're not having too much interaction, I know I have a little, uh, I have a nephew and he has always been a bit poorly. He can get ill very easily. And ever since he started nursery and stuff, he's been uh, kind of constantly having this problem or that problem. But, but I suppose in a way, um, children's immune system also it gets a bit stronger when they are surrounded by other children because it's only when they start nursery. I mean, you must have noticed it with your own children that once they started nursery, they come back with all sorts of ailments. And, you know, they've got the chicken pox and they have this <laughs> and they have that. So, so in a way, their immune system is probably made pretty sturdy because they are surrounded by different children with different backgrounds, different whatever, and then this, their immune systems become much more resistant to these things. But, and you know, and since he has, uh, since they have had a lockdown and the pandemic has gone on, this child has been inside and he's not been ill for the last four or five months because he's not had any exposure. And so, you know, some people are more. It, more prone to pick up stuff but it's interesting because it'd be interesting to see what effect that has on people's health as well because you know we get exposed to all sorts of things which makes us much more resistant to them so you know obviously covid is is just one of those scary things but other things that we live with day in day out are another area that we need to think about on the health side yeah that's a really good point actually and i think uh, i mean before when we were young they used to have chicken pox party where they'd expose you um, to, <laughs> oh, to other God. children i didn't hear that one <laughs> uh, yeah so i <laughs> There's this thing that if, if a friend has a chicken has chicken pox, okay, then, come on, come yeah. and get the chicken pox. <laughs> get them out of your system. Exactly. Now but, it's like, oh, keep your germs to yourself. We, we yeah, don't want yeah. your germs. Now we're so, I think we there's a heightened sense of hygiene, a heightened sense of awareness that, you know, what are the long-term effects of that? If we all wear masks all the time, even when this goes away, then are we suddenly, when we remove those masks, going to be uh, affected by anything that comes our way because us, our body's not used to it. I don't know. It's be interesting to, to, know, to find out, actually. Maybe that I should investigate that for another chin work. <laughs> exactly. Um, I wonder if people who homeschool their children are also tempted to get an external tutor. So when you talk mm. about homeschooling, it may not necessarily be the parents doing the homeschooling. Yeah. They could still yeah. be working, but they're, they're actually hiring yeah, um, yeah, that's a true. sort of tutor to, to, to sure. conduct classes, uh, you know, maths tutor for maths classes. So mm. maybe in that sense, you, it's actually um, cheaper as well if you've got, but then yeah. will your children be learning at the same rate? Or will they, I don't know. Well, and then you can plans. adapt the tutor based on the t the technique as to what they use. So some tutors you might find are going to be very sort of visual, and, and others are not. You know, based on your own child's way of perceiving things and the best way that they learn. That's another good thing about it that you can adapt it to the way they learn.
Exactly. Oh, food for thought. It's definitely a topic yeah, worth great. revisiting. Um, hopefully, maybe next time we can get some parents to share their journey mm, of, of mm. their homeschooling. Um, is it? Did you ever consider homeschooling your children, Sadia? Well, no, my kids all went to school. I didn't homeschool. I mean, apart from when they were just at home doing other bits and pieces, but that wasn't homeschooling. That was just general stuff where they would make cakes or they would do make Play-Doh and things oh. like that. But no, I don't know whether I would have the patience to homeschool. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I'll be honest, <laughs> and uh, you know, because um, I don't know, I don't know. It's a hard job to do. I think it you is, know, it it is. Right. and a thankless job it's not as easy. well. <laughs> right. Well, Sadia, we'll have to leave it at this. Uh, I look forward Thank to uh, more chinwag with you uh, next Thursday as well. Meanwhile, uh, yep. stay safe and take care. Thank you very much. Sadia's right. <laughs> Lovely to talk to you. See you then. Bye bye. Bye for now. And a quick look at the weather forecast.